Hey you guys, welcome back or welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast, y'all. Oh my gosh, I know I say it like every episode, but I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Oh, I have so much to share with you guys because I've been off I've been off of this platform for a while, but your girl is back and she's better, okay? Um I say it at the beginning of practically every episode, but if this episode um moves you, if it speaks to you, if it touches you, please do not forget to leave a review. Um share it with your friends, family, anybody um just because I feel like it's really important for the youth to really dive into the things of God, you know, because there are not that many of us who speak openly. So share, okay? Um, leave a review. It, like I said, y'all, it really helps. Like I'm telling y'all, it helps. Um, but the topic of discussion for today is have you healed? That is the that is the title. That is the topic. Today we're diving into childhood trauma. Ooh, this episode, like when I say that I'm pumped and when I say that I'm ready and when I say that I'm excited, even though I'm always genuine, um, I'm really so excited for this episode, y'all, I must say. Um, so let's get into it without wasting any more time. Um, so to fill you guys in, because I have not been on here for a while, as I said before, um, I am embarking on this 21-day fast, and we give God the glory, we give God the honor, we give God all the praise, okay, because of the grace to be able to fast. Um, I'm so excited, you know, that God has given me this opportunity because it means the most to me. Um, thank God for our friends who are who are keeping me accountable. I'm just very, very thankful Um but every day throughout the fast, because I'm doing it with my friend's church, every day throughout the fast, there's a prayer point. And the prayer point for today was actually childhood trauma. Um, and this, the prayer point for today, actually, um, it, it inspired me to talk on childhood trauma, even though I kind of wanted it to get to it some way, somehow. Today is a perfect opportunity. Um, and it kind of intertwines with what I wanted to talk about anyways. Um, but for a second, I kind of want to dive into childhood trauma because I feel like when we think about childhood trauma, we think in a very limited way. Like we think that childhood trauma is only limited to certain certain things that have happened, such as, you know, molestation or rape um, from family members, from friends, from cousins, whatever, um, which our family members <laughs> does, you know. Um, but sometimes we only limit childhood trauma to that. Um, but I can't, or even we limit childhood trauma to being hypersexual or, you know, we limit childhood trauma to just having toxic family members who, you know, beat us or who, you know, not only beat us physically, but, you know, beat us emotionally, hurt us in different ways, or we're just simply toxic. But we don't kind of die. We don't really dive into the fact that childhood trauma or um going through really you know terrible things in life we don't kind of talk about the after effects you know we kind of don't talk about the fact that some of us you know we don't know how to express ourselves properly you know some of us we don't know how to say i love you because our parents never said that they loved us you know some of us don't feel loved some of us feel very insecure and some of us we're like uh, we just feel insecure just because 
But no, um, I really encourage each and every one of you guys to dig deep and figure out why you act the way that you act. Um, some of us don't realize that we are not just socially awkward just because, or some of us don't realize that we, we, we keep certain people in our life, toxic or not, just to say that we have somebody in our life, you know, in order for us not to be alone. There's a reason why that we do that. You know, like I said, some of us are hypersexual, not just because we are, but some of us are just empty, you know, so we seek love, attention, validation from other people. We seek others, you know, to engage in, you know, sexual affairs continuously. And even though we don't feel connected to that person, we just do it. You know, some of us are really, I feel like, especially in our generation, you know, having sex loosely is, it's, it's there, you know, many of us do it, you know, um, and it really all starts at home. You know, some, some of us, even our parents, you know, they instilled certain ideas in us to not trust people. So as a result, we say, oh, I don't have any friends. Oh, you know, I'm socially awkward or whatever, but that's not good. You know, oh my gosh, I can't even explain how many times I've scrolled on Facebook or Instagram and people brag about not having any friends. And at one point I used to brag about not having any friends too, but I really realized like that's an issue. That's really an issue. I mean, I kind of want to talk about it. Like I just, I just kind of want to talk about it and just, you know, make y'all really think. Um, so a part of the fast today and a part of the prayer points, you know, one of the prayer points that the first lady brought up was, Lord, you know, take our hearts, Lord, take our hearts, Lord. We come to you, Lord, and we surrender our hearts, Father God, and Lord, forgive us for not surrendering, Father God, and forgive us for thinking that we could do it by ourselves. That was one of the prayer points. And that prayer point really hit me because in regards to my own personal trauma, um, I used to think, you know, that if I did what social media said, like if I did a face mask today, you know, if I if I got into my chakras, if I said my affirmations, you know, if I did all of the perfect things that I would truly heal. But I didn't, you know, like there were certain times in life where I still felt empty. I still felt unaccomplished. I still felt insecure. I still felt like I was not enough. And when I look back, I realized that I was trying to heal on my own. I was trying to do things on my own. And many of us are trying to heal on our own. Many of us, we do have people in our corner, but we refuse to speak to them when we're going through hard times. And that is an issue. It's an issue. Refusing to to be vulnerable to people who are close to you, that is an issue. And I'm Nigerian. And for most of my Nigerians, y'all know how tough it is. To, to be open to your friends. You know, y'all know how tough it is to tell y'all friends when you're really going through it because it's so much easier to just live, you know, and just laugh all the time. Like, for y'all that know me personally, especially as I've gotten into college, I've just enjoyed laughing. You know, I've enjoyed being that free soul. And I remember that, you know, I was in the office at my job because I'm an RA at school now. And I remember, you know, one student came up to me and I'm like, hey, girl, how you doing? You know, and she was like, yo, you're always so happy, you know, and she just started laughing. And truth be told, I am happy many times or let me take that back. I have joy many times, but I'm not always happy, you know, um, and I won't lie. Sometimes I 
I don't know. Sometimes I'm just always making jokes or sometimes I don't know how to be serious, you know, even when I'm going through rough times. And sometimes I can still maintain that demeanor even when I'm going through it. And I know that many of you guys can relate. Like even when you're feeling low, you don't know how to ask for help. You don't know how to to just be real, you know, because you've had to keep that strong face on for so long. And I encourage each and every one of you guys to check up on your quote unquote strong friends or check up on your happy friends or check up on your friends who are clowns because those are the ones that really go through things and those are the ones that really feel empty and those are the ones that really go through it sometimes, you know? Um, But I thank God because for the most part, the Lord has been sustaining me and the Lord has given me, you know, overflowing joy. And that's the thing we have like before I got this joy or before I got this peace, because for those of you guys who knew me in high school, y'all know. And so some of y'all who know who knew me from high school, y'all probably listening to this podcast like you, you laugh, you make jokes. You are happy because when I tell y'all in high school, I was just this mad soul. Like I was just this easily offended and I'm owning up to it because the Lord is my witness and the Lord is listening. Okay, but I was just this this angry soul, this easily offended soul, you know, and there were some times where I didn't know why. I did not know why I was so angry. But when you really realize and when you really sit down, you really understand and you really tap into spiritual warfare. I thank God for the friends that I have now that have really been putting me on to spiritual warfare because I did not know how certain spirits can attach to you. And if you do not denounce those spirits, those spirits will stick and those spirits will live in you and that will become your identity. And that, that identity of social awkwardness, that identity of needing people just so that I won't feel empty, that identity of being hypersexual, that identity of being toxic, of being easily offended, of being angry, of not having friends, I rebuke those because, or that identity of, or that way of thinking, or that, you know, way of being, you know, where I couldn't express love properly. I I rebuke those things and I pray that you will rebuke those things too because it's not healthy, you know. But like I was saying, in high school, I wanted to handle things on my own. I thought that I can heal, I can be this good person or I can, I can, you know, you know, a lot of people on YouTube, they talk about how they healed and how they did things on their own. So I wanted to do that for myself. But I realized even when I did do those things or even if I journaled all throughout the week, I would still feel empty because I did not truly surrender. I did not truly ask the God of God. Like I didn't ask the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I did not ask that he healed me. I did not ask that he helped me with my brokenness. I did not ask that he broke those chains. I was trying to do it on my own. Or sometimes I just didn't know how to pray or sometimes I just didn't know how to ask and sometimes when you don't know how to ask sometimes when you don't know how to pray that is when you ask the Holy Spirit to speak for you that is when you ask the Holy Spirit to pray for you when you don't know how to pray or to teach you how to pray make the Holy Spirit your mentor in this season because I'm telling you you have to be prayerful I'm telling you, if you're going through spiritual warfare, if you're going through things, you know, in your life right now, if you're feeling broken, if you're feeling 
like you have nobody, if you're feeling down and out, I encourage you to to level up in the spiritual realm because that is the place that holds weight. Nowadays, I I I I legit always tell people pray, 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 pray. When I don't pray, especially on this fast, I feel. I don't feel low, but I just know that I need to return to the Father. And that's why I want to bring up this this Bible verse, which is 1 Peter 5, 7, which says, Cast, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. God cares for you. And I know that you know that. I know that you know that. And I know that you've heard it time and time again. And I know that it may become maybe cliche to you or it may become repetitive, but God cares for us and God cares for the things that are hurting us. Um, but you do yourself an injustice when you don't, when you, when you, when you just stay in that place, you know, when you just become comfortable, when you become complacent in your wounds, when you become comfortable and complacent in your brokenness, when you become comfortable and complacent in spiritual warfare, that's the issue, you know, because many of us, we went through things that sometimes we even forget that we went through. And that's why we have to ask God, like, help me dig deep. Help me to even remember that, not to say that remember the things to dwell on it, but help me to even dig deep and figure out those things that really hurt me and that are still affecting me. Because even though the world says, you know, it's okay to have insecurities, I don't want to be insecure. I don't want to be insecure. I don't, I don't want to have no friends. Like, I'm so sorry. Listen, having friends, having good and genuine friends, it's lit. Okay, like when I'm telling y'all, having good and genuine friends, it feels so good. Having joy, having peace, it feels good. You know, trying to unlatch yourself from demons feels good. Not being hypersexual feels good. Not lusting after people feels good. Living in holiness, living in godliness, it feels good, you know? Um, but I feel like our generation has just gotten so complacent, you know? And it's, it's not putting anyone down because I was living in the world at one point. And I say that to just say, you know, now when I look at certain things, even with this fast, I believe today is day five, the way that I feel, oh my gosh, like it's just so different, it feels so different. So even now, I encourage you all to fast, pray, and truly seek God because there is power in the name of Jesus. And y'all, y'all, oh my gosh, like maybe I have to talk to some of you all personally. I, my Instagram, I try and put it in the description box just in case y'all want to speak to me personally because y'all, when I talk about Jesus and when I talk about how there is power and fasting and praying. I'm not trying to say that just to be funny or just to be cutesy. No, there is so much power. Um, and Joel 2.25, it says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. Listen, just because you were raped, just because you were molested, just because you were hypersexual, just because you are socially awkward, just because you are insecure, just because you have no friends, just because your family was toxic, just because your dad or your mom never said that they loved you, just because 
um, you might have had your dad in your life, but you know, you still feel empty right now just because you're going under spiritual warfare. That doesn't mean that God can't restore. It doesn't mean that God is not a restorer. Okay. Um, when I, sometimes when I tell my testimony to people, people are like, yo, you went through that. You went through that for real because the way that God has restored and the way that God has moved in such a little amount of time, it's it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. And that's not to say that it's been by my own work because it's not even I'm a, I'm not a prayer warrior. I'm not the most perfect you know, person to pray, but God still restores. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus saves and Jesus restores. Um, so if you are one of those people who you've been looking to face masks, you've been looking to affirmations, you've been looking to try and get into your chakras, you've been looking into breathing exercises, you've been, um, I don't want to say wasting your time, but you've been distracting yourself with movies, with, you know, with with tasks, with trying to stay busy just so that you can try and neglect or just so that you can try and forget about what you're going through. It's time to face it. It's time to face it. I remember <clears throat> even before I used to be so big on, you know, avoiding things, avoiding anger, avoiding, you know, because even though at one point in high school, I was a very angry person. It's not to say that I don't get angry now, but it's to say that, especially with this fast, it's, it's, it's revealing to me that I will get angry, but how am I being productive to work on that anger? Am I just dwelling in anger or am I releasing it to the Father? Like, Lord, help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. I need your help right now. Like, what are you doing? You know, are you digging deep? Are you really trying to figure out why you are the way that you are? Or are you just living life? Are you just going through the days that come? You know, like, you know, and I'm asking these questions because I used to be that person, type of person. I just was going through life. You know, I was just seeing and just going with the flow. But no, Mm-mm. you have to live every single day intentionally and purposefully. And this kind of just makes me segue into the next thing that I wanted to say, um, which kind of regards... um you know, suicide and stuff like that. Because I know that many people suffer from suicidal thoughts, you know, because of things that have happened in their past, because they've been cheated on, because they've been hurt, because they've been wounded, you know, by the things of life, you know, because, you know, life doesn't feel so pleasant for them. So they suffer with suicidal thoughts. They suffer, you know, with things that they think are just jokes, hee hee, ha ha. But those are deep rooted things. Those are deep rooted, you know, um, works of the devil, you know, so I just kind of want to talk on that really quickly too, because, you know, I remember when I was going through a lot of, um, hardship at one point in my life. Um, I kind of talk about my wilderness season a lot, but my wilderness season, it, it was a transform, it was a transformative period in my life because that was when I really experienced God by myself. You know, I wasn't only experiencing him or I wasn't only hearing about him from church or from from pastors and from preachers, but I was experiencing him for myself. So I talk about my wilderness season a lot. Um, But I remember at my wilderness season, you know, where God stripped me of all my friends, you know, my friends 
that I had at that point, you know, they weren't messing with me anymore. You know, my boo thing, you know, I, I cut him off because of things that had happened, you know. I remember even in school, I kind of zoned out, like, you know, but I, I just want to quickly talk about Jesus because even when I zoned out in school, Jesus still helped me to maintain and Jesus still kept me, you know, he kept me. I remember I was still excelling in school, even when I was going through things with friends, with my booze, you know, even when I was going through things in just life period, God still, still, God still, sorry, sustained me. You know, and I'm thankful for that. But I remember oftentimes, you know, throughout my wilderness season, I used to just wonder, like, what is life? You know, like, I used to just wonder, like, why am I here? You know, like, why did God create me? You know, like, and oftentimes I just didn't, I just was tired of life. Like, I was just exhausted of life. I was exhausted of people. You know, many people betrayed my trust, you know, very, very young in life. So I was just exhausted of life at some points, you know? And now when I look back at my wilderness season, you know, I believe it was like two days ago, I was going to go visit my parents because I haven't been home in about a month. So I went home, you know, and I was just walking. And many times when I walk, I talk to God. So I was walking and for a second, I was just looking at the sky and I was just I was just admiring the sky and I was just admiring just everything, how blue it was and how beautiful it was and how God perfectly orchestrated the birds to just fly through and how strategic God is. I remember even when I was on the bus, you know, I was just observing everyone and how diverse, you know, queens can be and how diverse and how God has wonderfully and beautifully made each and every one of us and how we are all brothers and sisters. And, you know, before I noticed that, I prayed a prayer. I believe it was that same day or the day before that God helps me to work on my perception of things, you know, and God really opened my mind. You know, God even helped me to even just notice how beautifully he created certain structures and certain buildings, you know, how how perfect he is and all that he does. And, I really pray that, you know, in this season, God can help you work on your mindset because, you know, sometimes you have to just step back and realize, number one, that you're created for a purpose, you know, despite all the trauma, despite all the hardships, you're not here by mistake. You're not here to just live through life or to just go through life and to just see what happens. You're not here for that. You know, you're not here to just try this job, try that job, maybe see if you could get through school. You're not here for that. You know, so it's time to tap into your purpose because I feel like God has been revealing a lot of things to me about my purpose. And I feel renewed. I feel I feel free. I feel I feel joy, you know, and just feeling joy in the Lord and just noticing the things that the Lord has done. It's a good place to be in, you know, and I just pray that in this season, you guys will not only tap in to, you know, the beautiful structures and the beautiful things that God has done in your life and God that God has surrounded you around, but I pray that also, you know, you'll tap into your purpose, you know, and also just for a second, just take a look at your life and really notice how far God has brought you. God has brought you so far. You know, I, I've, I've heard stories of people who have been raped, you know, who have been molested, who have been beaten, you know, ridiculously by their parents who have just been mistreated, yet you are still here to tell the story. 
You have went through issue after issue, problem after problem, yet you're still here on the other side. You were not overcame. You have not been overcome by it. You're still here, and you're not here just by mistake. You didn't wake up. You're not listening to this by mistake. You didn't wake up by mistake. You 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 didn't you didn't walk to the bathroom today by mistake and wash your hands or wash your face, brush your teeth. It's not by mistake. You're here for a purpose, and it's time to tap in. It's time to tap 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 in. All right, like I'm just really here. And also, aside from that, you're also here to just ask God to work on your heart. I encourage each and every one of you guys to truly ask God, like, Lord, work on my heart. Help me to be free. Help me to be whole, Lord. Help me to be free. Help me to be whole, Lord. Just take all the brokenness, Lord. Take my heart, Lord. You created my heart, Lord, and just help me to be free. Allow me to be whole. Allow me to be filled, Lord. Allow me to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Stop letting paranoia, stop letting negative thoughts take over you. Open your mouth and declare positivity. Declare things in the name of Jesus over yourself. Within his will, in accordance to his will ultimately. But speak, you know. so Like some of us. And I say some of us because it was me at one point. I mean, I know that it might be some of you guys. Some of us, when we're going through things, we just let it overcome us. We just let it do its thing. You know, we just, we just, we just shrug our shoulders and, ugh, you know. But no, mm-mm, mm-mm. you must be healed. You must be whole and you must be free in this season. And I'm just sending all types of positivity your way. To anybody that may be going through something, you know, that is really, really tough in this season, I just pray that this episode has somewhat encouraged you to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I hope that this message has encouraged you to really tap into who God is and how he's created you and, you know, what he's created you to be and to do. But I'm here to tell you, your life ain't over. Okay, it's just begun, you know, Um, but all together, you guys. Tap into your purpose. Tap into why God has created you, okay? Even certain things where you're like, mm, I don't really think that's my purpose. Mm? Listen, tap into the desires that God has put into your heart. You know, even tap into the things that maybe the enemy has put into your heart and cleanse yourself, not cleanse yourself, but ask the Lord to cleanse you of those things because the devil, the devil tries to implant certain things in us too. The devil tries to send decoys and it's, the devil tries to send counterfeits shoot the devil tries to send counterfeit blessings into our lives but it's time to to put to death and to even rebuke certain plans of the devil over us it's time to speak up you know um and once again i just pray that you'll be healed and you'll be whole you know um hopefully just by listening to my voice and hopefully also you'll you'll advocate and you'll intercede on behalf of yourself you know after this after this episode so all together you guys um blessings upon you blessings upon you joy upon you peace upon you and you better be receiving it you better be receiving it strength upon you in the mighty name of jesus um but you guys i'm so blessed to have this platform i'm so blessed to speak to you guys um and that you guys actually listen you guys actually tune in time and time again and i'm thankful for each and every one of you guys and just how you all have been a blessing into my life and you guys all many of you guys 
you know, encourage me as well to continue. So I'm thankful for you all. Um, But I just pray that each and every one of you guys will stay blessed. Leave a review if this message um, touched you or, you know, impacted you in any way, shape or form. And yeah, you guys, uh, I'll see you all within my next episode. Stay blessed.